stories. Well, you know, actually, no, 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 I'm not kidding here. You know what'll make it feel better? It's if you cry about it. Raising Nashville. something with our theme song like <laughs> welcome to this week's episode of raising nashville i'm bucky juice box oh boy and we have something very special in store for you guys today we have a much anticipated sequel to a previous podcast we did called what the hell did we do which covered the first nine months of you finding out that your wife is pregnant to when you basically the night uh you you pack everything up and you head on down the road to the hospital and pop that thing out that's right so so i want to jump in here before we record this episode do you guys want to make any predictions sequels in general you know they're sometimes a little worse than the original that is very accurate and we're referring to movies here so let's talk about a couple of sequels that were better than the original to get us hyped up for today's episode okay sure godfather Uh, 2 oceans 12 (laughs) (laughs) so my prediction is is that this sequel is going to be better than the first one because it's going to i this is very improv and i feel like it's going to be solid Okay, that's my prediction. So we called the first episode, episode four, referring to Star Wars, What the Hell Did We Do? And we want to follow that up with the, again, highly anticipated sequel that we're about to bring to your ear holes today. It is called Episode Five. Alive. It's alive. It's alive. And that is probably how some of you feel out there uh, when, when you find out it is time to go to the hospital. So today we want to cover from the time you found out to uh, basically when you got the kid back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, so now, yeah, we're taking it. We're taking it to that next stage. We, you are, you've been prepared. You're ready. You're just waiting, and now the day has arrived. And this can be a scary thing because you. And for some people's case, you don't know when it's going to happen. Um, for some people, you kind of have a pre-scheduled idea of when it's going to happen um, because you set up like a C-section or you know yeah. a birthing operation. Is that a thing? Is that a term? Yeah. Birthing yeah, sure. operation. It sounds right, right? Yeah. Um, Let me ask well, Dr. Hay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> okay, Dr. Hay agrees. The time you found out, now that's a big one for you guys out there that are anticipating having children. You might be pregnant right now. You might be thinking about having kids. But a big thing that people want to, you know, for us to talk about and know is, you know. Who the, won the gambling slot, right? The no, squares? The, the what? Who won the gambling oh, squares? Yeah. <laughs> the baby shower. No. Nope. Uh, I don't know if we really want to get into the baby shower. No, we didn't even talk about I'm it. Not, That's that would have been in the last episode. So maybe this will be a okay. Episode. So <laughs> and we and from what I understand, we have three different perspectives on this. On you know the 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 time that your wife says it is go time. You know, and right. in, our, in our household, it was called baby time. We had a keyword. And it was basically you know when you say it's baby time, that means that's it. You can't you can't. You, you can't send me any false ones. Yeah. It's, you can't turn into the boy who cried wolf. So I need to know one time it's baby time. I actually told my wife it was time. <laughs> God. 
Yeah, you're looking a little pregnant there. It's about time to go to the hospital. Hey, let's wrap this up. I, I got like a couple of hours. I got to work. I got to work Monday. Can we do it now? Let's go knock this out. Yeah. Um, no, for me, and I'll get started here. It was a intense situation, right? Um, so I'm thinking back on it, and it's Memorial Day, what, 2000. 17 uh memorial day 2017 and <laughs> are you laughing because i had to jog that a little, little bit a little yeah. bit yep so it's memorial day 2017 and things are going great great memorial day out on the boat and then you know we're partying at the house and and everybody's gone and it's time to go to bed right so she goes to bed i think man i have the day off tomorrow you know this is sunday of memorial day i've got the day off i can do whatever i want tonight mm. this baby's going to be born in the near future i might as well get it out so what did i decide to do I stayed up really late and uh, put on TV and I started watching the movie Funny Games. So I'm up and I'm drinking. I'm having a great time. It is about, you know, I'd say, oh, three o'clock in the morning by the time this is over. And I'm like, all right, I guess it's time to go to bed. I can sleep in tomorrow. I go lay down on the bed. I am not shitting you guys. 45 minutes later, I get tapped on the shoulder and she said, it's baby time. And I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, so you went outside, started chain smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, and it, it it was more really hectic. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Blow, but when Johnny Depp's like grabbing the baby bag to go to the hospital, it's like full of cocaine, and he just stops and does a line and then goes down to the hospital. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, but without the cocaine. Um, okay. So we jump out of bed, and I'm all disoriented. I grab the nine-year-old. He was, what, seven then. I wake him up in the middle of the night. He's like, what in the hell is going on? He didn't use hell, but, you know, you get the gist. And I'm like, "We're your mom's about to have a baby. And he's like, nuh-uh. So he's immediately, like, wired and up and ready to go and help in any way he can. I'm on the phone with my mom. I'm like, dude, you got to come down here and watch this kid. Like, you, wake up, mom. Get over here. And she was like, how much time do I have? And I'm like, I, five? minutes and she lives a good 20 minutes away so do you I, really call your mom dude <laughs> I, I bet he does yeah <laughs> dude you need to get that ass over here <laughs> so oh so um it, it is hectic uh we jump in the car i'm driving no kidding about 105 miles an hour down the interstate because this is my first time are you still drunk no i'm yeah, not super safe <laughs> 45 minutes is not enough time i mean you're actually going to tell us that asher was riding in the back of the truck um so we're driving 105 miles an hour down the interstate it is like 4 15 in the morning no cars on the street i'm not planning on stopping i'd stopped at no red lights i got there and that will forever stick with me and then you know you obviously get in the hospital she's pregnant and the lady's like oh you got to fill out this paperwork and i'm like fuck we do like get this girl back in a room here like she looks like she's struggling she's like oh don't worry honey just fill out this paperwork we'll get you back there in plenty of time and i was not having it i'm guessing she had probably witnessed at least one pregnancy before so <laughs> yeah. she was an expert on how long it would take i have yeah. a question did you bring a cooler i did not bring a cooler. <laughs> i stop and pack a cooler on the way down there <laughs> I'm going to tailgate in this doctor's office. I don't know. Well, you came back from, you know, the boat. I figured maybe you probably had a pre-packed cooler, man. Uh, yeah, just the leftovers that okay. came with us. You know, who knows? Okay. So you got down there, and it was what what time at night, do you think? Or uh, I'd say like 4.15, 4.20 in the morning. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it was. I had 45 minutes of sleep, and it was go time. Uh, I didn't sleep for the next two days. So that's kind of a, a precursor to how the hospital visit went. It was a lot different than that for us. And I feel, I, I don't know, 
it was st- still kind of stressful, but not not any way like that. Our kid was breech, so they had tried ever, several things to like flip him around to so Dana could have a natural childbirth, and um, none of that worked. So we basically had to a week out. We scheduled a C-section. So we knew for a week, like, okay, we're going to the hospital on a Wednesday, and at 1 p.m. we're going back there, and then allegedly we're going to have a baby an hour later or whatever. Yeah, that's crazy. It, I mean, it seriously went down like that. Like, we went in there just like a normal day. I think Dan and I maybe went to lunch beforehand, or, you know, I, I was off work and our appointment wasn't until later, so we had breakfast at the house or something. Like, it was just nice little, like, almost like a day off. Her family was coming in town, so we just get to the hospital. We're sitting in the waiting room like... Hey, uh, we're here to have a baby, and they're like, "Okay, just fill out this paperwork." So it was, it was not like your situation, Bucky. Like it wasn't stressful at all. We're just like, "Okay, yeah, no big deal. We'll fill out this paperwork." Then Dana's family gets there, and they're we're all just hanging out in the waiting room, just like waiting to go back and have this kid. So you didn't have like the heavy metal experience that I had. No, you had more of like the the easy listening. That's why Sunday afternoon drive, one hundred percent. And that's what I'm saying. Like you know, it's still stressful. And Dana was, you know. Dana was understandably nervous because she's never had any right. type of surgery before and having a yep. C-section is a major surgery. So, you know, there's there was that whole nagging thing. You know, we were both like thinking about that. I can't say it was totally stress-free, but at the same time, it just felt like very controlled, which was, which was great for both of us. Right. And it's also a routine operation too, right? Yeah. It, I mean, it's, there's... It was so bizarre. I mean, she went through, she had the epidural, um, you know, they numbed her up, um, we're, you know, we're hanging out for like 15 minutes. We go back into the uh, operating room. We see her doctor. So that's like, a, you know, an immediate release. Like yep. this lady's cool and been super nice and giving us great, well, seemingly great advice like the, throughout the whole thing. So sure. seeing her was awesome. So we get in there and it's like going down. I'm sitting there with Dana. They're like, do you want the screen up? And we were both just like, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> Neither one of us want to see this thing like actually Oh, we don't, want, we don't want to see the operation. I'm, like I'm the opposite. I, see, I mean, more power to you, honestly. The the people in there that were doing the operation just start talking about their kids in school and like looking for a place to live and just like total normal life conversation. Water like, cooler. Why, why are they doing this thing? Yeah, and we're both just like, like it was kind of weird, but it was also kind of Stressful. relaxing, reassuring. You know? Yeah, because they were so comfortable with what they were doing, it was just like they could have another conversation and talk about other stuff going on. And meanwhile, you know, me and Dana are just like so tuned into each other at that point. Like you kind of tune it out anyway. Sure. So it's just like we go in there and five minutes later, they pull a baby out and he's screaming. And since he was breech, his legs were all like bow-legged out. I mean, it was hilarious. And he looks like a tiny little alien. And they had to tell me, they're like, get your phone out and start taking some pictures. Because I was just like mouth open, like, oh my God. Alive. It's alive. No. It's alive. No, my, my, my experience was a lot like yours. We went to bed. I don't know, like nine o'clock at night, nine ten, and just a regular old night. We knew we were close. We were around our date, but we, you know, you never know when. So we go to bed, and I don't know. We're asleep for maybe an hour, and then she gets up to go to the bathroom. She's like, "Hey," and I'm like, "All right." And and soon as I'm not even sure she just she didn't tell me her water broke. I, I think I heard it in her voice, and immediately my senses were heightened, and I was like that. I felt like Uma Thurman and Kill Bill when it's like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, it, it, it's it's on. So we, I think we had a pre-packed bag, so we grabbed our shit, we just 
very calmly just got you know got in the truck and just headed on down there and the whole time like the doors this is the end is playing in my head and like <laughs> i get down to the hospital it's very calm it's it's I don't know, 10, 11, 12 at night, and we get down there. There's nobody else there. We walk in. Everything was very calm, man. I found a parking spot. It was like, okay, got her out. <laughs> you know, and then we went up, checked in, got in there, and we were there, and we're in some shitty little room, and it's like, all right, man. Her, her OBGYN did not make it. Did yours make it? Uh, did not. Was on right. vacation. Yeah. <laughs> supposedly, right? Yeah, they're, they're always supposedly on vacation at four o'clock in the morning. I think it's a, <laughs> I, I think it's a lie, man. Yeah. I think it's a lie. I think they're just like, we'll just tell them that. We'll use the resident. I love how you baby doctor. I love how you said found a parking spot because my experience was a little different. I rolled up like I just had a fucking gunshot victim or <laughs> in the car. It's like Reservoir Dogs when like Tim Roth is in the back and Harvey Cattell is in the front, and like I just roll up to the hospital, just swing the door open. I mean, no flashers on or anything, and get her in there. Don't you fucking die on me. <laughs> 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 I mean, it was like a movie. Uh, yeah, we were actually very calm, collected. But I mean, still, like in my mind, I'm in freak out mode, you know. So you get there and uh, like you two have touched on a little bit. You got epidurals. Uh, my wife got an epidural, but it was too late. So she, uh, we talk now we want to talk about, um, you know, once you got to the hospital, how long did it take for the baby to come out? How long were you in labor? Right. Um, which kind of plays on mine was uh, it was so heavy metal balls to the wall and we got there and they put that epidural in within i'd say five or ten minutes of us being there and then she had that baby like seven minutes later i don't even think the epidural uh, got to kick in it didn't kick in and i specifically remember that because she has this baby i'm you know scrunching with her and like trying to you know show that i'm pushing or whatever and I'm, i'm assisting in that and then the epidural kicks in after the baby comes out. So it must have been extremely painful. And then we have to wait in that room for another like four to five hours before the epidural goes through the process of going through her body, which that oh, is man. crazy. Um, like because you had to they, be in recovery area for that long. You couldn't you, get up to the room. The entire t- No, they, we didn't even go to a room. We stayed in the room. She no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You couldn't go up to another no, room. No, oh, she had man. to stay there for like the next four. So I had to sit there. Baby wasn't there. Like it was... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, the baby was in the nursery. I think so. Oh, they I had taken you. it. Huh. Mm. Yeah. Are you sure it's the same kid it, that they brought back? That See, is. That is definitely Bucky's kid. That, uh, there's yeah. no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt. <laughs> you know, big head, forehead. Uh, it looks just like big man. cheeks. What'd you say, Kenny Rogers? He is going to be a country <laughs> music singer for sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the name for it too. So, how long was your wife in labor? Uh, hours, man. Which is all. Uh, it was a. I don't know. Maybe eight hours. That's a long time to go without eating. You know. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I didn't. Uh, I didn't eat anything that time. <laughs> it's a long that, time for you to that, go without eating. Absolutely. No. It was. It, she was born in the morning, so we went in at night, and it was sometime like early the next morning, like six or seven. So it was, it was a long time. They gave her an epidural. It didn't. And and I was really interested in in watching it. So like they put it in her back and it wasn't taking or something. So they had to keep oh. doing it. And like she's bleeding and it's clearly very painful for her. And it would just you know makes it very painful for me, right? Uh, I'm, it's painful for me yeah, right now. Just, just hearing you say it. it was it was rough. And I mean she hated it. And uh, 
but it, it took a little while, but so we had a little bit of a waiting time. So I got to like try to sleep in that room, which is like trying to sleep on a park bench. Oh, man. <laughs> and it's, yes. uh, it, it, it was terrible. At least on a park bench, you're probably drunk or something. Right. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. But yeah, this was, uh, so we waited around and it was, it was tense, but I mean, we didn't know any better either. So we just, we were, we were on pins and needles. Sure. Yeah. And is there labor involved with C-section? There is for some people. Some people go into labor and then have to have a C-section. Oh, yeah. But Dana's was just scheduled since he was right. breached. Like he gotcha. wasn't going to be, it was, if he was going to come out, he, he couldn't come out naturally or else sure. it would have been a danger to him and Dana. So, and that's a scare to all of you people out there. So um, just take heed that these people do have the expertise to do this. They do it on a daily basis. It's a very low risk procedure. And you know, if it's, it, that you said breach that's uh the baby is flipped up their butt first instead of head first yeah so or head down their butt down instead of head down and, right. and some people the umbilical cord wraps around yeah. things and you know you just got to get that baby out so don't fear yeah. that uh naturally or unnaturally i don't want to discount it though because it, it is a major surgery and there i mean it's a pretty you know people dana did pretty good on her recovery time but some people have worse recoveries from it it's sure. i mean it's they're, the people are experts, but man, it's it's no joke. Right. Okay, so baby comes out. Do you cut the umbilical cord? Uh-huh. I bit into mine with, <laughs> oh, God. with my teeth. <laughs> Is that, you know, some kind of family ritual? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah it goes back generations. <laughs> Does it? No, I cut mine. Did you? I did. I didn't want to. It's like cutting through raw chicken. I, I mean, you I don't, the first not. time you get to raw chicken, you uh, uh, you don't uh, know how to cut through it that well. Yeah, there's it, it's kind of tendony. I mean, yes. it is, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's like a, it's a cord. I mean, it is, it's a cord. Yeah. So you cut it, but yeah. uh, also you're, you're in the operating room juice box. You said that there was a, a curtain between the two. So you didn't actually see it. Um, no, I mean, I could have looked past, past the curtain and I did when they first pulled him out, but I just, did, I didn't want to watch the whole process because the, you know, they're, I didn't want to watch the surgery. Sure. Yeah. No, I would get that. But I some people watch. want to watch their babies being watch. born. So you see back in the day on those like Doogie Howser shows, the guys with the big old cameras like filming the birth of their uh, child. Yeah. Now, yeah. that is something I what disagree a, with. What a weird reference, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> you just want to see that once if you want to see it, to be honest with you. You don't want to replay that thing unless sure. uh, the mom wants to watch too. Right. Which yeah. gets kinky. Um, uh, uh, surgery. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Right. That is that is a, that is a specific cake. Uh, yes. So, uh, did you watch? I did watch. I watched the the whole. You know, watched my daughter come through the birthing canal. Is super gross. Um, <laughs> it changed my mind about a lot of things. Sure. It, it was life changing. It's also very magical and moving and all that. But it's gross. It, yeah. No. It is. It, it is gross. Um, so I watched from the woman's perspective. I, my head was up there by her head. You know, oh, I was holding okay. her arm and I was looking yeah. down. And I do remember, like, you know, the head comes out and you kind of hear something. And then that body just, like, pops out. You're like, right. I mean, and when they talk about almost having to catch a baby, once that head comes through, that thing just shoots out. You were right. I, I was very surprised by that. It was like a water slide. Yeah. No, it absolutely <laughs> yeah. was. Just one that was very brown and green. Oh, mixed. And yeah, there's there's fluid. There's, that afterbirth is uh, different. It's, <laughs> oh, it's like a water slide in Shawshank Redemption. Like, You're right. <laughs> Oh, coming out 
Andy Dufresne. No. <laughs> you did it just so I would say it. So the Thank baby you. comes out and you cut the umbilical cord. Now it's time for the hospital stay. Well, I, yeah, I want to talk about something real quick before we do that. So they brought the kid out and then they th- like, like she was like a market caught fish, threw her in a, in a, a scale to weigh oh, her. Yeah, yeah. Her, her little leg, she's got the afterbirth. It just gross, right? And they, man, they just tossed her in there like, you know, like, man, look how big this one is. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is we okay, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah well, how many pounds? Okay. But ah. don't they say you're supposed to smack the baby after it comes out if it hasn't cried yet? Yeah, I That's think they did that. Yeah, maybe. Wives tale. Yeah, I think they did that. They they cleared the mucus from her face and her and her nostrils and all that. And she just she cried right up. And they threw her in that little thing, man, and I was like, Phew. I was like, this is wild. And then we we had paid for something um it's a it's like a stem cell kind of thing so it actually keeps part of the umbilical cord okay hmm. so in case in the future if she gets sick they can actually use that to maybe treat her holy shit right Whoa. it, it dr. was science dr hey dude so Did i he was just that i was shocked because they showed up with like a suitcase and were like where's the stuff and i was like oh god here it is man you know like we met over in a corner, I gave it to him. They'd left. You open it, and it's like opening the suitcase from Pulp Fiction, right? Yeah, and then we put it in there, and then they left. And I, I, I wonder about that. Let me make a note. I need to follow up on that. This you episode, still don't know where the umbilical cord is? No, they go store it. I don't know. Maybe in one of those cryogenically. Yeah, like under. You guys remember the Denver's end of, airport uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. It's in that that Real quick, warehouse. Are we trying? Is there some secret game that's going on to how many Quentin Tarantino references we could squeeze? <laughs> into this podcast it seems like a lot hey maybe maybe quentin tarantino movies are like having a child (laughs) we're just paralleling just bloody a lot of cursing (laughs) yeah Uh, a lot of murder okay so you've successfully had this child it's out it's crying even there it goes to the nursery for a little bit so they can like acclimate it to certain things in the world you get moved to um, your you know corner room suite at the Hilton for the next two nights inside the hospital, which I believe we've all had our children at the same hospital, which is Baptist here in Nashville, correct? Right. Or St. Thomas. St. Thomas. Well, yeah, Baptist turned into St. Thomas. Oh, okay. I was, I born, was there. born there. Yeah, yeah I was born there too. Our kids were born there. I think my mom was born there. And um, That's a great hospital. It yeah. really is. Uh, shout out to formerly known as Baptist Hospital, St. Thomas Midtown. Yeah. Um, if you're looking to have a baby in Nashville, that's where you should go. That's our plug for St. Thomas Midtown. They think, also do hearts. You think they'll pay us? <laughs> I don't know. They'll well, probably pay us to not mention the Yeah, name. they're like, hey, omit us. So we go to the hospital room and... Well, wait a minute. Don't don't they give you... You get to hold your child there. They clean her off, oh, clean yeah, him her off. Oh, yeah, I forgot about skin time. Or it's like skin to yeah. skin is what they yeah. call it. And that's, yeah. that's how babies... When, when a baby's born, you know, you want to take the naked baby and put it on the naked mother's chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called skin to skin. Yeah. And that's a big... Big thing. ...development for that child at the very first stage of his life. That Yeah. That was that was such a surreal moment for me. I don't know about you guys. Like, did it, was your kid's eyes open at that point? Kind of. I mean, yeah. I know they can't really see you, but his were open, and it was just like, holy. Yeah. yeah, this kid is just like looking directly into my soul. It's looking at you like you're responsible for me. Yeah, exactly. So, that exactly. is scary. Looking into your soul. I, I mean, it, it wasn't. It wasn't scary. Honestly, it just made my like heart melt. Like you right. know, yeah. for as hard of a person as I thought. Not that I'm hard, but you know, it's like you go through life portraying yourself as 
you know, being a tough guy or not being super emotional or whatever, but you see your kid for the first time and just like, forget about that. There's like, I'm crying. Like I'm looking at Dana and crying, looking at this kid and crying. Like it's moving. It's the most moving thing in the world. It really is, man. Yep. Yeah. Super, super tight. Yeah. They give you that kid and it's like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Life is different. Life, everything prior doesn't mean a whole hell of a lot. That's I mean, true. It, it is, it is, and it's been, it's been leading up to this, and this is it. I know it, it's like it plays a close second to Avengers Endgame. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Did hey, I, when I, mean, I was I, I, so far, I've invested a lot more in the build up to Endgame than <laughs> my whole kids. So. You're not far off. On so that. many hours. Yeah. I did uh did the themes did the Lion King song play when you guys pulled your kid out? No. <laughs> you pulled him out of what? That vagina. No. I did not hear that. I paid extra and <laughs> no, I think mine was more like uh, the beautiful people entrance to Marilyn Manson song. <laughs> mine was wow. mine was still yeah. the doors. This is the end. It's a, it's a really long song. Oh, so you're in the hospital room and you're you're clothed again. Baby's out. Baby's been in the nursery. Baby comes back. You know they bring the baby back in a couple of hours later, and at this point uh, things start to set in. You're you're preparing <laughs> for. Uh, family and friends to you know bombard you coming to the hospital which Mm -hmm. i'm against um i think there should be certain time for that i mean it's cool to be there Uh, i remember being at juice box's birth and i never saw him his wife or the kid yeah and i mean no (laughs) offense to that like everybody has their own thing but just to go along with what you're saying like we didn't really want anybody there like we wanted our moms there and dana's sister and like you know her dad and stepdad came that first day and her brother also but uh, it was just like it, it was overwhelming. Like I didn't want to visit visitors, you know, like sure. I f- then you feel like you're having to entertain them in a way or something. You, just you're like, hosting, you're yeah. hosting in yeah, the hospital. That, that was the last thing either one of us had to deal with. So no offense to any of our friends out there that we said, don't come to the hospital, but yep, I came to both of y'all's. Yeah. I think both of y'all came to mine. Yeah. Uh, I did, did you, not. Did you not? Okay. No, for no. that same reason. Like, I just felt like that's family time. Speaking of drinking in the hospital, I did bring you a bottle of Blanton's. You did. For I, your two-night hospital stay. Dang. I still have some left, too, man. Did you Good consume bourbon. any Blanton's in the hospital? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. This is, I don't I know didn't, if that's I mean, yeah. It's true. You're going off no sleep. Alcohol is only going to make things worse. So we're in the hospital. Do you guys have any fun hospital stories? Like you're there for pretty much two days, two to three days, depending on how the pregnancy goes. And, you know, for the guy, obviously, you know, supporting sleeping in the hospital, going and getting things, you know, uh, you're kind of like a what a work little workhorse for the next couple of days. We're making sure the baby's acclimated, but mainly that baby needs its mom the first couple of days. Again, mm. that skin to skin time. Right. Just, you know, so you're obviously too sleeping in the hospital. You touched on earlier that they're the most comfortable uh, benches in the entire world. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I'm sorry, St. Thomas Midtown, but we've got to upgrade, you know, the alternate alternative sleeping areas for fathers. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying, but shit, I don't care. As long as my wife is comfortable, that's really all that matters. I would take one of those like kindergarten sleeping mats over that, that bench and just sleep on the floor. That's basically what it is on a yeah on a slab of, of wood, yeah. hard, hard wood. Yeah. Um, so you're not going to get very much sleep prepared for that. Um, specifically in the hospital, what I remember, too, is when uh, Levon was born, 
the Predators, the 20-something-year-old hockey team here in Nashville, finally apexed to the top of the NHL and were in the Stanley Cup Finals for the first time ever in their franchise history. And I would have been following along. I went to most of the playoff games, and I was so into the Predators right then. And she has the baby night one, game one of the Stanley Cup Finals. Damn. That can be in an intense time, especially if you've been to all of them. You actually had tickets to this game, and Damn. instead you're having a kid. Mm. I don't regret that. Are you sure? It's you're making it sound like an itchy kid. We lost game. <laughs> no, we lost game one, so I don't regret it. But so the Predators in the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm so jacked up. It's the first night, uh, game one, and nobody is around in this hospital. Nurses haven't come in for a while. You've got that crappy little TV up in the corner, and I've yeah. got it on the game. So, I mean, every time something happens, you know, we're scoring, you know, we score a goal. I just start screaming, right? And that is something you might want to stick, stay away from in the hospital because, like, two nurses come in. They don't know what's going on. Um, and they start freaking out thinking something's wrong. Yeah, as <laughs> I, they should. Yeah, the hospital's probably not a great way Damn. to do that. Uh, I remember going on later in the night, the other team scores a couple of goals, and we're down 2-1, to one, I believe, in that first game. And then we score another goal, and instead of screaming, I open the door and run down the hallway and just start screaming then. So I figured they wouldn't come to the room. Was your chest painted? <laughs> <laughs> no, my chest is not. No, his face some was. face paint on. Face paint? Yeah. And then... Um, so I'm running down this hallway and just going nuts. And there's this guy cleaning the floors. And if you've ever seen, if you've been to a hospital late night, you'll see them cleaning the floors. And they ride this vehicle to clean the floors. It looks kind of like a Zamboni. <laughs> so I run down to this guy. Nobody else around. It's like a John Carpenter hospital here. I mean, there is it's completely gone. Uh, nobody's there. He's there. He's driving down the hallway. And I just run up. And I'm like, Zamboni guy, give me a high five. And he denies the high five. Oh man, yeah. man, what a jerk! So he was must uh, not have been a predator. Yeah, fan. Was <laughs> yeah. What, man, right? And then I yep. go back to the hospital, watch the rest of the game. We lose. So that's my first night in the hospital. Man, I, you said multiple nights in the hospital. I think we were only there one night, besides really? the the night we went in. Really? I think they kicked us out like next day. There, and I was like. Oh shit! Like we had to go home now. Uh, it's yeah. busy babysitting. Like yeah, I, it must have been because I felt like we were not there long at all. And then yeah, it was we like were, go time. Since Dana had a C-section, we were there for three nights, I think, because they hold them an extra day Over, yeah. just for the recovery. Yep. Um, I don't have any good fun stories, like or nothing like that. I don't feel like like ours was pretty straightforward. It was kind of a blur. I mean, well, it wasn't a blur. Some parts of it were, but I, I, it was great. We never turned on the TV once, but I had a little Bluetooth speaker in there. We just listened to like chill music for like three days straight. Like that yeah. sounds a lot more peaceful. It was great. Yeah, no screaming, no running down the hallway, no, no, no nothing like that. No having no. that cooler underneath no. the bed when the nurses came None in. Of that. Well, you know, I will tell one quick story though that it was. I mean, it was a big turning point for me because, you know. Dana, Dana's mom and I have always got along. We we have a g great relationship, but I feel like her seeing me in the hospital, like actually, t you know, taking care of Dana and just like really, I don't want to say step it up because it wasn't like I wasn't doing that before, but I guess her just seeing our re personal relationship that up close and personal sure. like, just made her 
It solidified it for her. Yeah, yeah. She was like, okay, these crazy kids are made for each other or something. Yeah, right. Like that, this, I'm tiptoeing around. I feel like I don't want to make it sound like we had a bad relationship, but I feel like it just made us like have a much more respectful relationship. Oh, okay. sure. And a bond. Yeah. yeah. And it, it gives you a bigger... A, a, longer or a more deep bond yeah guess, so maybe speak. felt she felt like she didn't have to be to stress out as much or she knew that you know sure we were going to be able to do this together you're probably always worried about your kids and then to see to see that you're really like you know that you're responsible taking care and all that is probably just a an, an extra layer layer of re- reassurance um and plus man grandparent is that her first grandkid mm-hmm. like the it, it's a big deal. This grandparent love, we could probably do a whole episode on that. Grandparent love is stronger than anything on earth, dude. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is, but like, I don't, I, th- I don't know if my parents love me as much as they love my child. Yeah. Well, that's true. Cause I, they, I'm going to go ahead and say they probably don't. They yeah. don't. No, they it's don't. because they, they've lived through it. They know what you're about to go through. That child is linked to them in some way and they have, you know, uncontrollable rape. Oh, rage, <laughs> uncontrollable. They have uncontrollable no, rage. They have just. full range to you know take care of this child, but they still don't have to keep it overnight yeah, every day. Yeah, I mean that, it's the perfect thing for a grandparent. Right. You work this hard. You've grown children. Now it's time to have children, like uh, highlights of children, and that's your reward. Yeah. Right. I, I, I'm. I, I'm still. I'm thinking or speaking to something that's beyond that. Even it's just a. It's yeah. something. It's a bond between the kid and the grandparent. That's that's unlike a parent and child relationship. And I don't know what it is. It's just from the get go though. I'm like, man, who are you people? And why do you, you love this <laughs> where thing? Where did you come from? Yeah, like where have you been at? If they, I, I would say you're right. If our children, if we all lined up, everybody in our family, like mom, dad, grandparents on both sides, and just line you up and have a kid walk over to one of you, um, I think yeah. 90% of the time it would be a grandparent. Yeah. Mimi is mine yeah. on my side. We've or, got or Nan. You don't know Nan? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> God. Uh, did you just reference Trick Daddy? I believe I did. All right, cool. So um, in the hospital, you you know you're going to get visited by the nurses and doctors multiple times. They're going to come throughout the night. You can't really get much sleep. You know, uh, maybe an hour at a time, maybe. And um, they will charge you for each doctor that pops his head in there just to say, "Hey, each doctor will charge you." Each that doc- is true. Pops his head in, Doctor uh, Hay. What Dr. about Doctor Hay? Does he charge double? Oh God, He's saying, hey. I'm still paying that bill. <laughs> But each doctor, for real, each doctor stops by because each person's a specialist. You know, well, yeah, yeah, they will charge you. Yeah, and the way to get around that, you are it, it, you're going to incur a little bit of money here uh, to have a kid. I think the average is around six thousand dollars in the United States. Is that just for hospital bills? I think that's your yes, your birth, your hospital. But I think most of it's cur- you know if you have insurance out there, most of it's covered by insurance. Right, so you're yeah, going to incur yeah. what like a grand or well, no, I think a couple uh, grand. Like, we. We probably paid about five grand all said and done with stuff that insurance wouldn't cover, and then to get up to our deductible because, like you know, we're we're all on high deductible health plans now because that's the new thing or whatever. Sure. J.P. Morgan, yep. Oh god, paying that Titanic money. <laughs> He's still getting that Titanic money. Um, yeah, we. I I feel I I don't know how much ours was all said and done, but I feel like we were paying it forever, and then like some bill would come in from some specialist. I'm like, who mm-hmm. is this guy? And they're like, oh yeah, remember he popped in and was yeah. like, hey, so yep. you know, has he you got want, all his toes? If, if you're listening out there, you definitely want to get your fi- finances in line. 
um, right. prior to having a kid. It just helps, and it helps with the alleviation of all the stress that you're going to have to deal with. Yeah. Also, the doctors come in. They charge you everything. You're there for two to three days. One suggestion, if I could make a suggestion, is... Oh, it's not me this week. It was an alarm, not a ringtone. Sorry. Okay. What do you have an alarm for it? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we're supposed to be done with this by now. Yeah, Mm, (laughs) it might be it. So if I could make one suggestion, it would be um, take as many of those well-known hospital blankets with you as you can. And they're the original swaddling blankets. And they're the ones that they tell you not to take. Yeah. They're like, hey, don't steal these. Okay, I, so I saw a stack of them and I put them in our bag. Oh. They're yeah, everybody knows these. They have like little duckies on them or something. Or they're like very specific to Baptist Hospital or St. Thomas, sorry, Midtown. And uh, I obviously stole them. I did not realize that. They, they gave us one. I think they gave us one, and then they also gave you the the, the intro wool, to baby cap packet. hat. Oh or yeah, the, the yeah. little, the yeah, little yeah. Knit cap that they're wearing. And no, then, I just uh, remember they told us to not take those swaddle blankets home specifically. Oh. Probably because of people like us. Did yeah. they? Did they? Did they set you up for pictures? Like uh, they're like, hey, do you want it? Your big, you Ooh, take some pictures with point. your baby. We, we forgot to bring that up. Yeah, and I feel like that's a good setup for the rest of your life. Like, hey, you might you're gonna be paying for just random shit for your kids. So like, start now. Here it is. Yeah, along with the doctors coming in every once in a while, you're gonna get somebody, a professional photographer, who comes pitches you on the baby pictures, right? And, and that person, no. whoever has got that contract at the hospital, did it right. Kill. Yeah, they got to be because who's gonna say no? Yeah, I bought it. It's they as soon as they open their mouth, they're like baby pictures. I'm like, yep. I don't care how much it is. Here's my card. You gotta do it. Well, we still cherish those, and I I think the photographer does a great job at any of probably any hospital you go to. Yeah, I don't regret doing it at all. We got to set our stuff up. Like uh, we had some predator stuff that we put him in. We we moved his little fingers to do fang fingers uh, for (laughs) for a predators thing. Um, I think we put like a mohawk cap on him at one point. So you're going to incur those. I can't remember how much those pictures are, but they're well worth it. And then that's it. I mean, it's pretty much you get visited a few times. They teach you how to swaddle. They teach you kind of how to take care of a kid. And then that day you go home from the hospital, literally the nurse looks at you and and says, you good with this? (laughs) And you either have to say yes or no. I mean, that's it's a point. Yeah, I remember asking like, Putting the kid in the in the car seat and being like, "Is he in there right?" And they're like, "Uh, yeah, it looks right." I'm yeah. just like, "Can you be a little less casual about it?" Like, <laughs> Damn, this is yeah. an intense Can you part. At least pretend that you're expecting it or something. Like, That's true. The nurse will walk you out to your car to make sure that you do things right. Yeah, but some of them obviously don't care as much as others, or that's what it appears. I wouldn't. To us. Yeah, I don't even know if it's like she doesn't care. It's probably she's just already done that ten times that day or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, our our kid was born in January and it was like freezing outside oh, and it was like so I pull up and we're putting her in there making sure she's like you know warm and everything and mm-hmm. it, it, it was very um, that's tough man because there's nothing worse than putting a bundled up kid in a car seat yeah. that is the worst and did it, you, I mean did you go warm up the car first yeah and okay. and the ride home was just like you know I, I did not want to clearly wreck or anything but i was like you know white knuckling it back home like oh god yeah don't let anything happen get and then and then we get into the house and it's all right so what what do we do now like i I, what do we do we just watch it do we just sit there with it yep yeah were either of your uh parents or anybody there when you got home uh for the first couple of days yeah we had um parents because it's neither one of our we're not from here so neither one of our parents live here um they were down for a day or two, and then I remember thinking, we. 
it's so stupid now. We were like, we want to try to do this ourselves. Like, we live here by ourselves. We need to try to be independent and do this on our own. Sure. And that lasted for like two days because our kid like was colicky and just screamed a lot for this first several months of his life. So after like two days of that, we called. I I can't remember if it was my mom or Dana's mom, but we were both just like. Get the f down here! We're about because, to shake this baby. Well, I, you're like, dude. it wasn't like that, you know. It was, you know, even though. Uh, did you call her dude? Were you like, dude, get <laughs> dude, your get ass down, down here? <laughs> In that situation, I probably did because yeah. I was that frazzled. Like, I bet. we were both just like, and also like Dana had a tough time. Like breastfeeding was kind of tough, and I don't want to go too deep into this, but I just want to say that like. Breastfeeding is tough, right? So, like I feel like people just gloss over it and try to make you seem seem like it was just like an easy thing, but it's not an easy thing, and it's really hard for some people. And it's just they don't talk about they don't talk about that enough before you you're, have the kid. I don't. That's a, like. that's a really good point, and maybe, that's very maybe that's, stressful because then you're like you don't know if your kid's getting enough food. Like, is he still hungry? Like, uh, that, so, that was intense. So maybe that goes back to uh, episode four, the prequel to this episode, which is uh, when you're taking classes, you might want to look into a breastfeeding class. Yeah, I mean, we took a breastfeeding class, but that, but the, even oh. it's still that. Well, I'm sorry, we took it after the fact. Sure, because I think before you just you don't know how it's going to go unless maybe you've had a kid before and you had uh, either had issues or point. what you know. But I think. You know, you're just going into it being like, oh, I'm just going to pop this kid on and he's going to start eating and everything's going to be golden. Right. But it is 100%. I mean, it might, it's probably like that for some people, but it is definitely not like that for everybody. I just want to put that out there. People be aware because I feel like people are embarrassed about it almost a little bit. Like they're ashamed that they're having trouble breastfeeding sometimes. So uh, we did have. Um uh, Stephanie's mom down here for the first couple of days, mm-hmm. which alleviated me because I could continue to work. And those first couple of days, I did go to work because I actually took what the uh, is now available in the future is paternity leave. It's where the dad takes gets a leave off of work to stay home with the kid. Mm-hmm. Now, it is still probably 99% unpaid, but I decided to do that, and I took... Uh, I want to say a month off of work uh, to stay home and help with that. So I continued to work through the first week and her mom was down here helping. It's a big, it it helps the dad. It's one more thing that we get away with is like, you know, we don't have to put as much effort into the first week or two. Yeah. Um, And then we can't really do much to help. I mean, we can help the mom, we can get things, but. But you're, you're picking it up in other, well, I don't Personally, I felt like I was picking it up in other ways. Like, obviously, I can't breastfeed the kid, but I can. Anytime his diaper is dirty, I can make sure that I'm on top of that. Well, like, sure. I'm not yeah. making. You know, I just want her priority to be feeding this kid. Oh man, diapers. Yeah, yeah. Are you still in diapers? Is that a is that a with real your question? Kid? Oh. With your kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with your kid, dude. Yes, we are still in diapers. Right. He's two. Okay, and we we we're, we've been out of it for two years, so I'm like, whew, man, yeah, I, it's hard about it. The diaper genie and all that. I mean, I'm 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 I, I am I'm this close to never having to wipe a butt. Yeah, again, yeah, that's that's great. You're almost it, free, dude. Almost. It's yeah. I'm pumped. So sorry, I didn't mean to segue into that, but yeah, that's no, okay. that's yeah. We we can definitely dive into that on part three of two as well. That would be episode, episode six. So we really hope you enjoyed us just kind of spitballing today on episode six. Alive, it's episode it's alive. five. Episode five. It's alive. 
I'm going to do that again. No. I think we should stop calling it episode five, too, because it's going to be confusing. I'm confused as hell. <laughs> okay. So, hold on. We really hope you enjoyed us throwing things around for the follow-up to uh, What the Hell Did We Do, which covered the first nine months, and now we've just covered kind of our our stories and personal experiences with the hospital stay. Um, and then just in true form, we are going to release a Return of the Jedi type uh, episode, which will cover the first nine months. Uh, you know, when you got home to what did you do the first nine months? Was it scary? After. Did you take off work? Did you, uh, you know, was there a little bit more effort involved? It, obviously. And uh, we How want did you, you to try to get back to normal life. Yeah, and it'll completely, yes, exactly. And it'll completely round out your experience for just pretty much, you know, the first nine months of the kid's life, 18 months of your life, uh, you know, going from... Going from dude to dad. Going from dude to dad. (laughs) dad. (laughs) Pretty much going from dude to dad. Is that the segment? All six episodes of From Dude to Dad? Yeah, that's what the title is, Star Wars. Okay, I gotcha. But it's From Dude to Dad, and then we'll break down each episode. Are you the Luke Skywalker character? Yeah. I am absolutely not. If you I were are. anybody, you know, it would be Han Solo. Mm, you kind of look like Luke Skywalker. You've been saying that for years, and you, I've hated you for it every yeah, day. I know. Well, yeah. it's, it is what it is. So I just want to end on um, saying, like, don't be afraid. When you get home from the hospital, if you if people are offering help, don't be afraid to ask for it. Yeah, Take that help. Like, you need, to, you need to get some sleep. You need some sanity. You need just anything to relieve that stress because it, it's crazy. You can't do it all yourself. And, exactly. And don't try to. And if I would make an ending suggestion to the episode, it would be airplane bottles. They're small, and you can conceal them. For your baby? No, for the hospital stay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so air, airplane bottles for the hospital visit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's inconspicuous. Yeah, right. You're yeah. right. It'll get okay. you through. Do you have any final thoughts, Jerry Springer? I believe kind of the same thing I was thinking on the on the other episode that we did is that we we're scared of what we don't know and 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 clearly bringing that child home is a is a great unknown but it's trust in yourself trust in your partner you mm-hmm. you know what to do everything's going to be fine yeah take the help take the meals um, and enjoy it man because it's so nice and peaceful to have that baby home that the first couple of days and it's. It's not nice and peaceful for everybody, but yes, definitely enjoy right. it because it, the, it changes so fast. It right. does. It, yeah, nothing stays constant. You're right. So uh, we hope you enjoyed the follow-up to you know our parenting topic. We will come back with part three in a couple of weeks for you guys, so we hope you're ready for that. Um, yeah. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah, have a good one. Wait a minute. This is released on Monday. <laughs> enjoy your week. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children, have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear. 